Welcome to Healthline 3. I'm Johnette Magner. Today we are talking to Dr. Christopher Shelby of the Willis Knighton Eye Institute. We are going to discuss cataracts and refractive surgery. And of course, as always, we will be taking your calls throughout our 30 minute show. As a reminder, please make sure that you are in a quiet room when you call with your TV turned all the way down. Our number is 318-219-4569. And don't worry if you didn't get it there because we will have it scrolling throughout the show at the bottom of the screen. So welcome Dr. Shelby. Thank you, Johnette. I'm uh, glad to be here as always. Yes, we love having you here because we, uh, we talk about some really interesting subjects and today we're gonna talk about cataracts. So let's go ahead and get started with the, the first and obvious question, define a cataract for us. So, so a cataract is, it, it's not actually a thing. You know, people are like, oh, I've got this cataract, it's a thing. A cataract is when your God-given lens goes from crystal clear to yellowish brown. So when the lens that you're born with is no longer clear, then we call that a cataract. And for a little history, cataract actually means waterfall in Greek. Oh. And so if you can imagine, well, you've seen pictures of you know, National Geographic or you know, the dog that's got the white spot in the center of their eye, you know, where mm -hmm. their pupil is. That white is actually an advanced cataract. So when cataracts get really bad, and we see them still today, it goes from kind of yellow to brown uh, to brunescent, which is really dark brown, and then finally begins to turn white. And when it's white, it looks like a waterfall. And so, oh. you know, of course, back in the days of the Greeks, they, they didn't yeah. have cataract surgery. So they were like, oh, you, you know, it looks like a waterfall. And that's where the name, that's where the term came from. How fascinating. Yeah. All right, well, tell me about, beyond the obvious, how do cataracts harm us and why are they something that we actually need to do something about if we see them developing? Yeah, so life's too short to have blurred vision, right? Ooh, I love that, you okay, I mean, and truly, I agree with that. You yeah. know, here's the thing, you know, you only get two eyes, there's no warranty, and you only use them all the time, every day while you're awake. Mm -hmm. And so when the symptoms of the cataract are there, especially when they're affecting your quality of life, like people stop playing tennis, they stop playing golf, uh, they can't do the things they like to do because they can't see it as well. Even with full correction, like they go and they get new glasses or new contacts and they're still not seeing well. At that point, it's going to be generally because of the symptoms of the cataract and that's the time to have the cataract out. Now that could happen when somebody's in their 30s, 40s, mm -hmm. most commonly begins when we're in our 50s, especially 60s, 70s. You know, now not every person who has cataracts has those symptoms that are bad enough, but when they get to that point, it's time to have them removed. But they're painless. Yeah, okay, so cataracts, they are, you don't have any pain. Mm -hmm. It just keeps you from doing the things that you enjoy because it interferes with your vision. That's correct. Now, some people get nervous when they think about eye surgery. You know, our eyes are so precious. Yeah. Do you ever encounter that fear with patients? And can you talk about that? Yeah, every day. Okay. You know, because remember, it, it's all minor surgery. Unless it's on me, then it's all major surgery, <laughs> right? Okay. And so in, in this situation where somebody comes in, and of course, everybody's anxious to have surgery. Now, most people who come in, they know their vision problems are because the cataracts are very excited about the prospect of seeing better. Right. You know, but the anxiety of having surgery is definitely there, especially mm -hmm. when it's eye surgery. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've done a lot of these. And I've never had one patient ever say, oh my God, that was awful, I'm never doing that again. Matter of fact, the most common thing we hear is, oh my, you're done, that's it. You know, I was yeah. expecting for y'all to get started. Yeah. Because the eye is incredibly sensitive, obviously. 
you know, but during cataract surgery, we give IV sedation, some bursa, mm -hmm. things like that, to relax our patients. Mm -hmm. And of course, that puts them in a zone to where when we numb the eye up, it's actually uh, a very pleasant procedure. And even those that are more awake for it and can remember the procedure are fascinated by the colors and the, uh, the images that they see, you know, during surgery. It's pretty cool. Oh, wow. Now, have you ever, you've not had it done yet. Mm, not yet. Not, not quite old enough yet, so. Yeah. But I'll tell you, you know, and, and patients ask me all the time, if you had it done, do you wear glasses, all that kind of stuff. And so, um, I have not, but what I do know is the minute I begin to get the symptoms, I'm going to have them taken out. Okay, so what if, if you have cataract surgery, are you potentially going to have to have it 10 years later and years later and years later? So once, once we take the lens out and we put a new lens in, that's it. So theoretically, ah. barring any other changes to the eye, once we've done cataract surgery, all things being equal, the vision should remain stable or the same from that point on. Gotcha. So you take out the lens, you put in a new one that's not going to get cloudy over mm -hmm. time. So you're, you're doing better than Mother Nature did. Pretty much. We can't really do better than Mother Nature, but we, <laughs> we can get pretty close. You know, and, and they're, the lenses that we use are made out of an, uh, an acrylic polymer. And we use a light adjustable that's made out of a silicon polymer. And so those are going to last a lot longer than we are. You know, so an archaeologist finds you in 10,000 years, they're going to find bones, joints, and, and lenses. Wow, that's fascinating. So let's talk about people who are at high risk. Uh, diabetics, mm -hmm. cataracts, why are those two things connected? It has to do with the, the blood sugar, you know, the, the metabolism of, of the high blood sugar in the body. Um, they get a certain specific type of cataract that we see, which mm -hmm. is called a posterior subcapsular, where the, the, the back part of the lens, the posterior aspect, gets really hazy and it does it in the center and it does it pretty quickly. So a lot of our diabetics will notice in a short amount of time, and, and I'm talking months versus mm -hmm. years, that they have this really dramatic decrease in their vision. And so we take a look and that's generally what it is. You know? and, so, and those are nice because mm -hmm. they're incredibly symptomatic and yeah. the results are usually fantastic. But you know, if you're diabetic and you do have sudden vision change like that, it could be because of bleeding in the back of the eye. That's one of the mm -hmm. issues. And that's why diabetics need to be seen at least on a yearly basis. So there are different types of cataracts. Mm -hmm. How many different types? There's a lot. Really? Yeah, so you know, we have the normal cataract of aging, which we call a senile cataract. And then- That doesn't sound very nice. I know, I know it doesn't. <laughs> but, you know, but a nuclear sclerotic cataract, you know, that's, okay. that's what that is. Because you know, the human body's fascinating. And so yeah. your, your lens has this central part, which we call the embryonic. So it's been there since birth and then on the outside edge of the lens is what we call the cortex and those fibers are constantly being created so that central portion becomes compressed like a trash compactor and it begins to lose fluid content so the proteins you didn't know you were getting a biochemistry mm -hmm. lesson huh? I, i'm enjoying it yeah the, the proteins in the center of the lens become denser okay. and so and when they become denser they don't allow light to transmit through mm -hmm. as well. So that's why the central part of the lens when we do surgery is the densest part. And so, but any type of haziness on the lens itself, we'll call a cataract. Sometimes that cortex, which is on that, that youngest outside part, turns kind of hazy, you know, that's one type of cataract. And then okay. those little, that haze that develops on the back part with diabetics or somebody who's been on steroids for an extended period of time, uh, that
that's another type of cataract. Any opacity, mm -hmm. you know, non-clear area in the lens, we call a cataract. Gotcha. All right, it appears we have a caller right now. Justin, what's your question here for Dr. Shelby? Preston, I'm sorry. Hello, I am Miss Preston. Hello, Miss Preston. Hey, Preston. Just waiting for Dr. Shelby. Yes, ma'am. What you got? Dr. Shelby. Hi, Dr. Shelby. I'm Miss Preston. You're going to work on me Wednesday morning about 9:15. Very good. <laughs> I'm thrilled to death. I didn't. I saw uh, the the one at the Piermont. Uh, was it Dr. Lupus? Is that is? Dr. Luca. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I saw him two weeks ago, and I'm set up for Wednesday morning at 9:15. And I, uh, I just wanted to know, how do you know if uh, I will wear glasses or you have to wait till you get in there? Is that what you do? I just, so when you I, wear glass, I wear glasses now with bifocals and I've worn, worn them for years, but I just wondered if there's a chance I may not have to wear them. So there's, um, there's a good chance you won't have to wear them all the time. And, okay. you know, and it depends, of course, so I would have to have your chart in front of me to know exactly oh, yeah. uh, you know, wh which, which lens we're using. But as a general rule, you know, you're wearing glasses because, you know, most of us wear glasses as we get older. Yeah. And so, you know, when you came in the clinic and we did all those measurements, you know, we put you in front of yeah. all those different machines. Yeah. Right. What I we were did. doing is one of those was taking a measurement to tell me, okay, what power of lens do I need to put inside Miss Preston's eye to get her distance vision as good as possible without glasses. And so, and, and that's at a minimum. You know, some of the other lenses we use can do distance and near. Do, do you know what lens we're putting in? No, I don't know. In fact, I, I, I don't know. And I'm willing to wear the glasses. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm willing to, to wear them, but I just was hoping I wouldn't have, I know I probably will have to do maybe read some a prescription for a reading or something thread a needle or something to that effect but right. I just I'm, I'm 88 so I'm a long I'm an old old lady but I'm <laughs> no. pretty I'm pretty active and I'm it still driving like and doing everything I do you're going to so, be uh, you're going to be amazed how much better you can see because even at, what you, everybody said you know and, and at 88 you know even and we see a lot of of 80 year olds that still see pretty well even with their yeah, cataracts I do too. But you'll you'll be amazed because th this That's lens, funny. this cataract has been growing for 88 years effectively. And so what'll be yeah. cool is when we do your surgery uh, on Wednesday morning and I get that cataract out and that new lens in, you're immediately going to notice things are going to be brighter, more colorful. And you'll do I'm this for the first week or so, you know, you'll be comparing the two. For a couple of days, for like two days, it takes for your pupil to come down and any swelling to go away. So. There may be a little fog or haze for a couple of days. A little blur. Yeah. A little blur. Can I wear my other glasses, though, until so, then? Well, what you can do is, because is what we generally do is we'll have you, you know, do your surgery, and then we take a look. We'll either take a look uh, at North or Dr. Luca will take a look to check your pressure and check the wound. That's, that's what we do okay. uh, immediately afterwards. At that point, you can have one of the technicians pop the lens out of the first side that we've done. And that'll give okay. you some balance between. And so we have a lot okay. of patients do that. But your distance so whatever, vision. Whatever they think is best is what I want to do. I just, I'm by myself. So oh. I just want to, I, I don't want to, uh, I will, you know, after, I will have somebody with me that morning. But I just sure. mean, as the next day or so, I, I know I feel like I will come back to you all that afternoon at the Piermont afternoon or the, can I wait till the next morning? 
So a lot of that's up to you. You know, if, if you've got somebody with you the day of, uh, a lot of times the easiest thing to do is just swing by and let us take a look. That way you've got the rest of the week and you can kind of do whatever okay. you want to okay. and you don't have and to worry the next about Wednesday, the next Wednesday you're doing my left eye. Good. So I'm, I'm, a week, I'm a week apart on Wednesdays. Well, I just wanted to make sure, I wanted to make sure I, they called me this morning and told me I was due in at 9.45 and they called and said, um, want, wanted me to come in at 9.15. So I said, I can do that. So I will see you Wednesday morning, and uh, I can't. I appreciate you so much, and I'm. Uh, you've done so many. You're Jimmy Welcher, my yard man. You've done him. You know Jimmy. Sure, yes, ma'am. I sure do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank well, you. I look. Lot. I look forward to taking care of you, Miss Preston. We appreciate yeah. you trusting. Uh, your eyes to us. We'll take good care of you. Yes, and best of luck with it. And she just raised a, an issue that I had not thought about, and that is, I guess most people, when you develop cataracts, you're developing them in both eyes. Mm -hmm. Do you always do one and then the other, or do you sometimes do both at the same time? We, we never do both at the same time. So okay. same-day cataract surgery uh, is not really a thing. Now, there's some clinics out there that, that will do same day both eyes I don't do it because I wouldn't let you do it to me right so I mean if you're I, I would much rather have one done and then the other one and even though you have to realize that cataract surgery is literally the safest procedure performed on earth it's one of the most common mm -hmm. there's about 20 million cataract procedures performed per year globally and a little over 3 million per year performed in the US alone and it has an incredibly low complication rate but the the standard of care at this point is one at a time yeah you know now usually it's just within the week mm -hmm. or a week apart and so a lot of times like with Miss Preston we're gonna do one on a Wednesday and then her other one on the following Wednesday that's very common and there's now some patients will have one done because they you know, suddenly one cataract gets a whole lot worse than the other one mm -hmm. and it's interesting because they'll lose depth perception and those patients feel like their vision has deteriorated rapidly like once again over the course of a few months and what's happened is the cataracts have been cruising along and then one just suddenly gets a lot worse. And so they begin to lose depth perception, things like that. And so we'll end up doing the first eye. And then once we're done with that, they feel like, okay, I'm seeing well with both eyes together. And so with those patients, we can wait a few months or even a few years, depending mm -hmm. on how they feel about it. Cause we never twist anybody's arm. Sure. You know, but, but going back to the anxiety, you know, everybody's nervous and anxious coming in for that first eye. For the second eye, they're excited. They can't mm -hmm. wait. You know, like I said, they've been comparing the two. And you know, with Miss Preston's question, her initial question was, will she have to wear glasses? The odds are she'll wear readers, but she's mm -hmm. not gonna be dependent on the bifocals like she was before. That's wonderful. It is. All right, well, we have another caller, uh, Madeline. Welcome to the show. And what is your question for Dr. Shelby? Hello, hi, Dr. Shelby. My question is, I had cataract surgery uh, several years ago, and now I'm starting to see halos around the lights, you mm -hmm. know, the headlights in the cars and lights uh, elsewhere. Can you uh, redo the surgery, or what do you, or can you do anything about that? Sure, especially if, uh, so if you've had cataract surgery before, and after surgery, it's like, wow, this is great. You know, I can see, night time is better, all that kind of stuff. And then you've noticed, if I understood you correctly, that you were seeing really well afterwards and now you're beginning to see halos and things like that at night, is that correct? That's correct. Okay, so what that means is that your, your lens is healed in, so your lens is fine. So something else is going on. 
And most commonly, what we see is what we call a secondary cataract, which is, is not a cataract at all. It's actually a slight haze of the bag that we put the lens in. And so if that's what's causing it, which is what it sounds like, uh, we simply use a laser in the clinic to remove that. Uh, unless you, have you already had that done? Uh, I've had it done, I think, in one eye, but not the other eye, but that was like three years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, it would be worthwhile to take a look because it could be, I mean, there's obviously a lot of things that could be going on, but what you're describing is a refractive problem, meaning that as that light comes in, most of it's focusing on the back, but some of it's scattering, right? That's why you're seeing that halo. And so it could be a corneal issue. It could be some dry eye. And we do see, even though most people stay stable, you know, over time, you know, gravity affects us all and affects all sorts of parts of our body, you know, and so that's what keeps the plastic surgeons busy. But anyway, you know, your cornea tends to droop a little bit as we get older. And so you actually can develop a, a, a type of astigmatism uh, on the surface of the cornea that can cause some of those symptoms. Now that's all easy to, to look at and it's all treatable, actually, so. That's great. All right, do we you get, have any other questions? That's all. Thank you. I'll make an appointment and get in there and have you look at it. Two one two three nine three seven, and tell them you talked to me uh, on Health Watch, and we'll get you in there uh, real quickly. All right. And uh, insurance does a cataract surgery usually is it covered by Medicare mm -hmm. and most private insurance? Hundred percent. And well, I say hundred percent. The if you came in, you had symptomatic cataracts. It's like uh, you know. Johnette's vision is affected by these cataracts, then, you know, okay, it's time to have surgery. The insurance of Medicare does cover it, minus, you know, deductibles or co-pays, things like that. Right. What about, does Medicaid cover it? Mm -hmm. Medicaid does cover it also. Wow. So that's great. So most people who do have a procedure like that do have it insured. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And, and now the, the, the premium lenses, the multifocals, the Torix, the LensX laser that we use, those parts are not covered by insurance, sure. but the procedure, when somebody comes in to have cataract surgery, if they just want to see better, they don't mind wearing glasses, it's covered. Okay, all right, and it appears we have another caller, Galeb. Welcome to yeah, the show. Yeah, hello. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, my name's Galen Spears. I had a cataract removed from one eye uh, December 27th, and uh, my complaint is and I, I missed my last appointment due to uh, I didn't know about the eye, the weather, to go to Shreveport. But uh, I, but I, my right eye is, is real blurry. I use eye drops, probably more than the doctor said to. But uh, I, the, the the best part of it is the color white is much more white and brilliant. And like you was talking about a few minutes ago, you know, covering up eye, using your other eye. Well, I could tell the difference of the left eye is like a brownish color or whatever. But anyway, uh, I just want to get this uh, uh, over with. And I do have another appointment coming up towards the end of the month. I, they, they texted me yesterday, and I don't even know what it said. But anyway, but uh, I am a partial diabetic. I've got my A1C level down to... Uh, like 6.1 or whatever but anyway but uh I, I just feel like i'm falling apart you know but uh what do you think doc 
You know, uh, first of all, the, the, the diabetes, that's going to be the most important thing for you to control, of course. And a hemoglobin A1C of 6.1 is, is actually pretty good. You know, we, we, want it, we like it to be 7 or below. And because when we see, once you get above 7, that's when we begin to see eye problems, kidney problems, things like that. And so keeping it below 7 is wonderful. Obviously, the lower you can get it, the better. Um, the cataract surgery, yeah, absolutely. You know, we always use both eyes much better together than we do independently. And that's why, like when I look across the room, it's pretty clear when I do this, not quite as clear. When I do that, it's not quite as clear. And so, you know, your brain wants to blend those images. And right now, it's getting two different images. And so, um, getting that other eye done, you know, you'll be amazed. You'll be relieved at how much better you can see. And then even okay. after cataract surgery, you, know, you have to realize that the cataract surgery, the whole goal is to remove that cataract, put a new lens in, and get you seeing as well as possible. And if there's some blur afterwards, because December 27th well, wasn't that long ago, you know, so you still have this healing right, period right. to go through. And usually at about three months, you can, you can imagine th at three right. months, that eye is completely healed from cataract surgery. And so anything else that's causing blur can be addressed at that point. Okay, yeah, I didn't know how long some people I talked to said the next day they were acting like yeah. they had 20-20 or something, you know, and I, I didn't have that at all, you know, but I am impressed with the color white. Like I say, white <laughs> is much more brilliant and uh, better, you know what I mean? And But part of this, I'm not blaming the doctor, but I'm, I've had these cataracts for years, and I think I kept putting it off and wouldn't go. I didn't trust anybody the Veterans Administration sent me to. I basically, uh, that's my basic thoughts, you know. But anyway, uh, but I'm going back, but and I have no choice because like you talk about, my, my quality of living has went down. Yeah. I used to go to auction every Saturday night and watch them. I, can't, I can make it over there, but I can't make it home <laughs> in the right. dark. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. mm -hmm. But yeah. anyway. It, it, it'll make a huge but difference in, in Okay, yeah, that'll be coming up here probably by the end of March, I would assume. I don't know. Like I said, I got an appointment coming up. and uh, But anyway, I appreciate you taking time to talk to me and the service you do for people that do have, because I've been so scared of seeing an eye doctor to do a surgery for about eight years, ten years, you know, and I should have had it done probably, but I was too chicken, you know what I mean? But anyway, uh, but thanks a lot. Y'all have a great day. All right, Thank Galen. You. you too. Thanks for calling. Yeah. So he brings up a, a good, important subject, and that is the recovery process and the recovery time. Walk us through a typical recovery. Okay. Um, you know, so with with the surgery, we don't use any stitches. You know, so the okay. biggest incision we make is 2.4 millimeters, very small, and they're self-sealing wounds. So we don't put any stitches in; it heals better that way. You can imagine, you know, that wound is the main thing that, that we're watching for as, as people are healing up. So for about five days, we have patients wear a shield at nighttime mm -hmm. while they're sleeping. And I do that mainly to prevent them from bumping or rubbing their eye at night. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm one of those when I fall asleep, I can wake up on the couch. You know, yeah. I, I move a lot when I'm sleeping and a lot of people do too. And so that prevents that from happening. And then we have patients minimize bending and lifting. Mm -hmm. And the bending and lifting is not so much because of pressure behind the eye, which is what a lot of people think. Uh, the issue with bending and lifting is you're at a higher risk of falling or bumping uh -huh. the eye, and that's what we want to avoid. But generally by the next day, once the sedation is worn off, most patients feel good, their vision's better. They can do a lot of routine activities as long as they're not at risk of traumatizing the eye. 
there's generally no pain mm -hmm. other than uh, the sensation of a little grittiness or scratchiness, you know, mm -hmm. as the eyes healing, but it's nothing more than, you know, feels like you may got a sand or grit in there. And that's mm -hmm. not everybody, but right. it's not uncommon. And then you do become an expert at putting drops in. So we yeah. put everybody, and everyone does, we put you on a steroid drop, an antibiotic drop, an anti-inflammatory. Sure. And you do that for a month. And so now the good news is the first week is the most intense, and then we stop the antibiotic and we taper the steroid. So by the last week, you're just using one drop a day. Okay, that sounds simple enough to me. Well, it looks like we have another caller. Joan, welcome to the show. What's your question? Okay, uh, my husband has uh, bleeding behind the eye on his right eye, mm -hmm. and he has to get shot for it. And he had cataract surgery on the other eye uh, a couple of months ago, and I was wondering, is it possible to have surgery on the bad eye also? Because he does have cataracts there, too. Mm -hmm. Good question, and very common. So, you know, with those blood vessels in the back, getting the, the, the injection from the retina specialist is just to try to get those blood vessels and the bleeding to go away. And so the cataract surgery needs to be coordinated with his retina specialist. And at some point, they're going to want to have the cataract removed so they can see in the back of the eye better. And usually what we do is when we see somebody who needs some injections, we'll get them back to their retina specialist, they'll do the injection, and then usually about a week later, we'll do the cataract surgery, take the cataract out, put the new lens in, and then they immediately follow up with the retina specialist to make sure everything's okay. But it can be done. And just the, the next time it goes in, uh, you, can, you can ask about it, and, and they will help coordinate that. All right, do you have any other questions? Okay, thank you so much. All right, have a blessed day. Yeah, you too, thank you. So refractive surgery, we haven't talked about that. What exactly is that, and how does it um, relate to cataract surgery? So it's all refractive surgery. Refractive okay. surgery is surgery that do on or inside the eye to get you seeing better. Okay. Right. So classic refractive surgery would be like LASIK mm -hmm. or PRK. You know, you come in, you wear glasses or contacts, you're really nearsighted or you're farsighted, you have a bunch of astigmatism or a combination thereof, and you don't want to wear anything anymore. So when we do LASIK, we use a laser to gently reshape the surface of the eye. And of course that reduces nearsightedness, astigmatism, and farsightedness and will put patients in good or perfect focus. And that's what refractive surgery is. It is trying to get you out of glasses, get you seeing as well as possible without glasses. And you know, the good news about cataract surgery nowadays is that we're so accurate with mm -hmm. our measurements and our outcomes that we can get people out of glasses, you know, after cataract surgery. And so we had a patient the other week who was incredibly nearsighted, been in hard contact lenses since she was like 13 years old. Oh, yeah. And we ended up doing a panoptics, which is the multifocal, for distance and near vision. And once we put that lens in, then we did a LASIK enhancement to enhance the vision even further. So all these little tools are what we use to get people seeing as well as possible. Okay, and I think we have one more caller. Is it Ms. Johnson? Do we still have a caller? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I lost my eyesight a few months ago on the left in what my right eye, and they said I have a cataract in my other eye. Mm -hmm. Whenever they do the removal of that cataract, am I going to be able to? Yeah, 
see better with this other eye? So it, it, it all depends on how you lost your vision in that eye. And, and so, you he, know, you know, it was a what? He said it was a, like a stroke in the eye. Okay. How long ago was that? August. August, okay. And so the cataract surgery in your other eye, in your good eye, is going to improve the vision in that eye. Your overall vision will be better, okay? So meaning that even when you close your bad eye, you'll notice it's not quite as good. And depending on how bad those strokes can be, you know, rarely do people lose 100% of vision. You know, they can still see something, they can see some light, they have a little peripheral vision. Uh, and your eyes work much better, like I was saying earlier, together. So it's gonna improve the vision in the good eye and your overall vision. It won't really affect the vision in the bad eye though. Okay, do you have any yeah. other questions? Well, they said my eye was completely gone. I would never get the vision back. Yeah. In the, when that I'm sorry to hear that. That's, uh, that is the toughest part of our job because we love what we do, and we got the best job ever because most times patients come in, they can't yeah. see very well, and we can get them seeing better. In those situations, you know, we, it, we just have to give it time. You know, and I still recommend go ahead and taking the cataracts out of both eyes because usually even after a stroke, the eye still works, just not as well. Okay. Well, best of luck to you. Yeah. All right. Well, we, ha we have just a few seconds. Tell everybody where they can find you. So 212-3937 is my office uh, number, and our website is thecataractsurgeons.com, and you can find all the information about what we do there. All right. Thanks for joining us. Yeah.